Broadcasting live from Westvale Abbey on the plain of Innistrad, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody to Tap Tap Concede. My name is Graham and joining me is Cameron huh? and Kathleen. I'm injured! <laughs> and we're today on the show we're talking about uh, what it's things you could add to your collection and how to remove things from your collection, I guess, is what we're going <laughs> Can over. Can I remove yeah. my broken talus from my uh, collection? Ooh, because a talus. Well... Huh. It's technically that's the bone in, I guess so, that I yeah. broke, and it's technically part of the ankle. But the part of my talus I broke is more centered on my foot. Mm. But I don't like it. I'd like to return it, please. Oh, but, it sounds but, awful. Can I get but store you credit? The shoes. <laughs> Equip for zero. Yeah. What are that? <laughs> it's an air boot. It's, Your moon shoe. Yeah. yeah. It's it's intense. Yeah. I. Uh, I mean, you can walk, well, I mean, it is designed to be able to be walked on, but I'm not supposed to walk on it because mm. uh, I'm healing. Right, right. For those listening to the audio version of this podcast, Kathleen broke her foot and has a comically large gray, uh, yeah, moonshoe looking air boot uh, to keep the uh, keep the foot all where it's supposed to be while she doesn't put weight on it. Is Is that like a Reebok pump at the front? It yes, literally it is. is. Yeah, ah. you can, you, you pump it up. Mm-hmm. Can so it, yeah, so it's rigid. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it really holds your foot in place. But oh, I well, I'm glad that over pumped it to demonstrate that <laughs> the technology is being used for good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's honestly pretty cool, and yeah. uh, it is. They're like, you can if it really bothers you, you can take it off to sleep. But the thought of moving my foot in the middle of the night is so terrifying. I do not want to take it off. Yeah. Also, yeah. we have large cats. Who like to sleep upon your legs and stuff mm, like that, and walk no, across you. No bueno. That like I. I remember when I got this put in, I, he gestures to his piercing. Um, I would occasionally wake up in the middle of the night having sat upright with a memory of intense pain. Oh, because you... Yeah, because I just rolled onto it in the middle of the night while it was healing. And yeah, I, I wouldn't like experience pain and wake up. I would already be awake. <laughs> you would just gain consciousness yeah. sitting up going, I hurt myself a moment ago. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I had a piercing up at the top of my ear, and I actually couldn't abide it because I'm a side sleeper. So, mm -hmm. like, just the healing process was so bad, I ended up taking it out after a few months. Hmm. I also would become intensely aware of whenever my earbuds became tangled in something <laughs> and applied just a little bit of tension. It was So I can't imagine, yeah, wanting to take that off and experiencing that only your entire leg. Yeah, well, it's just like my ankle. Mm -hmm. So to not get to get into the nitty gritty of oh, it, go for it. As well. I'll do the housekeeping in a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how about we do the housekeeping? Okay, and we'll sure. This back. is going to be one of those casual discussions episodes, yeah. like like we say at the top of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about the the there's a current secret lair super drop. We're going to talk about uh, Cameron getting his collection culled. Mm. Uh, and we're going to hear more about the ankle. Uh, but first, a reminder that this show is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Please check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Uh, get your cardboard there. Ask them. They're telling Loading Ready Run sent me, and they'll give you a little button. And we got to send a new batch of buttons in. But you'll, you'll still get one. It'll just say a kingdom of cards. Uh, and, of course, the show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun. And we really appreciate it. Also, this is not, you may have gathered, not the nicknames episode, uh, which I think last week we said would be this week, but actually it's next week. You get an extra week of voting. We're going to potentially change how we present it, but more on that later. Uh, 
Kathleen, you were saying. Oh, I was uh, saying how miserable this is mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You had a specific point you were trying to make. I can't remember what now. Uh, I'm struggling to remember as well. It was I... about the bones that were broken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Slight sneezing fit. And how many can five? You, how many can you proc? Yeah. Uh, well, I took an allergy pill, so hopefully that's my. I'm topping out at five today. Gonna, but... Not going to drop up. Uh, uh... James, shaman in World of Warcraft, their totem that would proc multiple attacks. Wind fury? No, not wind fury. Wind something. I don't know what you're talking about. James is shrugging. I'm just going off on a complete boomer tangent. I thought you Some played random... that game. Some random wind, neuron fire. Wind rush? Wind rush. I don't know. I just searched wind totem shaman, and it said wind rush. So I don't know. That was this was like OG. Mm-hmm. World I played. Warcraft. I played hunter man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Put it in the comments. Oh, you played a skill based class. If you know what Cameron's talking about, put it in the comments. Because I sure don't. <laughs> oh yeah, my foot. Um, <laughs> back to me. <laughs> I remembered I was going to talk about, but like. The, so the injury is I fell backwards tripping on a step and sort of like I saw it happen as like basically my foot got wedged between like a slope and a concrete step uh-huh. and I tipped backwards and uh-huh. uh, landed on my left hand a little bit as well, which is totally fine. Just like a little bit of probably a little bit of internal bruising. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very minorly sore now, but no injuries this is according to the doctors it is very unusual for what happened that the only part i injured is my ankle normally this also results in people tearing their knees congratulations yes this is unusual and as far as injuries go extremely lucky and speaking of unusual we're gonna get mildly medical for a moment uh ordinarily what what happens to people who did what you did well, is they that tear they, all the they ligaments in their tear ankle, the ligament which requires but, surgery but the ligament's too strong my ligaments were like mm, no we're not we're not quitting here you know what quit the bone the ligaments attached to so the ligaments pulled just pull a little chunk of bone off uh so <laughs> yeah it can do that <laughs> metal I heard, I heard a pop <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess we should probably put a content warning. <laughs> on this I said that. That was that was my attempt at a content warning. Uh, but yeah, no. So that got uh, so. But the point being, that's actually better to heal because the bone's going to heal in like you know. I have an X-ray next week and should be healed in you know a few weeks, and I should be back walking normally on it in eight weeks. Okay. But if I had torn my ligaments, it would be a much longer recovery. Right. They'd so surgery and then, like, put in, like, carbon fiber. they just have to, like, surgically repin. Like, it would be nasty. Uh, I'm not going to describe what the ordeal would be, but <laughs> it would be an ordeal. Um, so, yeah. So I'm lucky, and as far as I can tell from my actual, like, physical ankle movement, my ankle is just, like, I, t- I had a bath this morning (laughs) cleanliness is a real challenge but you know i feel like i've worked out a good system a weekend thank goodness Mm. but like my ankle is just like the back is bruised the side is bruised my foot's still really swollen like there's bruising all around the side and stuff like that but the actual like ligament part feels fine now so i think it was like at most like a minor strain because the bone took all the brunt of it but like i said that's honestly better bones heal much better than ligaments Amazing. Yeah, okay, I yeah. didn't know that. I was like, oh, no. And they're like, no, no, this is good. Yeah. You're I've, lucky. I've, I've always heard a, a break is better than a sprain. Yes. 
That it absolutely is. So I have like I would say a minor ankle sprain, but like a real problem with the bones in, like it's technically an ankle bone, but where it's sorest is my foot. All so right. gross. We- Look forward to this for the next few weeks. <laughs> we I, I I love the 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 stool we have for yeah, you. Yeah, that this was all James. James set it up. It's Thank like you, the James. secret layer cooler chest with a cushion on top. It's honestly the perfect height. It's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Secret Lair, Ooh. see that was a that was a great segue. Um, there's a whole bunch of new Secret Lairs. It's the uh, what do they call it? It's the the Spring Super Drop. Spring Super Drop. Um, well, actually, there's a bunch of stuff. So on the Secret Lair website, they also have currently they've just put up the Festival in a Box for Barcelona for those who cannot attend MagicCon Barcelona, and there are two different versions. Uh, there's the Drafter's Dream bundle, which is a box of con- Mystery Booster Convention Edition and two promo cards and an entire box of Brothers War and Dominaria Remastered. Like a box of Brothers War draft boosters and a box of Dominaria Remastered dr- boosters. So it's three booster boxes and these two promos for 320 bucks. That or, seems like a pretty good deal. What if you're a more commander-focused uh, person? There's another one. That uh, still has the mystery boosters, the the box of uh, mystery booster convention edition, uh, and the the promo cards, which by the way are arcane signet and an alternate art relentless rats. Hmm. If you need your relentless rats, and six commander decks. Six commander decks. Yeah, uh, the pictured are the two from Brothers War, Urza and Mishra, and the four. Commander Legends uh, Battle for Baldur's Gate decks, which we've played uh, a couple times. So it's the, yeah, Party Time with Nalia, Darnese, uh, Mind Flayers with Captain Captain Nagarthrod, Draconic Descent with Furcrag, and Exit from Exile with Faldorn Dreadwolf Herald. And we've played all of these decks on Elder Dragon Social Club. So yeah, that that one's only uh, merely three hundred dollars. So yeah, if you don't, that seems like a really good deal. It's, honestly, it seems like a pretty good deal. <laughs> but for the full Mathithon Barcelona uh, event, don't you also need like a bunch of British tourists complaining that they can't pay in pounds? Generally speaking, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I've I've heard that's like the primo. Like, if you were in Spain, you must absolutely experience British tourists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Complaining so, that they have to use euros. No word here on how you uh, how you achieve getting British tourists to show up to your draft night and complain that it's too hot. <laughs> but uh, but you know, there's that. Uh, also, speaking of MagicCon at MagicCon Minneapolis, they unveiled and announced the um, the secret a, a new secret layer commander deck called From Cute to Brute. So it's the I'll just read you this it's uh it's a hundred card commander deck 42 double-faced reprints five of which have new art um featuring a uh, a cute side with art by nanaki and a brute side with new art from god machine so this was they actually unveiled the westvale abbey uh during game nights live jimmy had it in his deck I was like, I'm gonna play Westvale Abbey, and the rest of us were like, "Sorry, what?" Uh, so yeah, there's the this is the 
look, it's Westvale Abbey. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. It's so great. And then it turns into Ormondal, Profane Prince. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I appreciate the uh, the the <laughs> the flavor text. The I fl- love what I've done with the place. That's yeah. very. I I admit. I imagine Ari is responsible for that one. Um, but I I like the sort of the the uh, the theming. The other ones are uh, Eska, God of the Tree. Looking lovely there. And then the Prismatic Bridge. Look at all those bad guys coming across the Prismatic Bridge. Yep. Dope. Um, that's a popular commander card, so that's pretty sweet. Archangel Avison. Looking cool. And then Avison the Purifier. My queen. Uh, that looks like some sort of heavy metal stuff. Oh, good flavor text as well. Just pray. pray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bloodline Keeper. <laughs> I love that it's literally it's it's almost exactly the same art, like or the same. It's the same like brief, brief. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like it's framed the same way as the original Bloodline Keeper, uh, and then Lord of Lineage. Oh, every mouth gets fed, no matter how large or pointy. Hmm. Uh, and finally, Nickel Bolus the Ravager, which is just it's too cute for words. Oh, with Eugene in the background. They're playing. Oh my god, I didn't hey, even brothers. see it. Yeah. I didn't even see Eugen was there. Oh, that's so great. Uh and then of course Nickel Bolus the Arisen. Mm. Uh looking very cool. What? Also also Where? with Ugin in the background. That art. I've seen this. Oh, it looks like uh Belfagor from Night on Bald Mountain. Right. In Fantasia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very cool. I mean, like you you know, like demonic draconic figure silhouetted very strongly it's like gee yeah. where have i seen this before <laughs> everywhere cameron but like this this feels yeah it's belfagor here right? yeah i like that our technique of like to make them look extra creepy you just put the face in shadow and you just see the yeah. eyes yeah the eyes that's yeah. you know i to me really sells it mm-hmm. so there's a full deck list um there are 15 double-faced tokens, 53 single-sided reprints, 42 double-sided reprints, these five cards with the new art. You can see the full deck list. It's $150. Now, you may be wondering, as I was, because the first question I asked was, uh, didn't the last time they did a secret Lair Commander deck, um, like, wasn't that a colossal failure because they didn't fulfill that for, like, yeah, a like year? A, yeah, a year. Yeah. yeah, like the uh it was um Gavin's uh, coin flip deck right. with Orkun and Zindersplit. Mm-hmm. And uh they did a secret layer for it and people ordered it and it took like ages to mm-hmm. get printed and fulfilled. And yes, there was supply line issues with and there was like pandemic stuff as well and you know it was a whole knock on thing, but it was still you not, know not a great experience. Not a great experience. So uh this one, um this is not print to order. This is they've produced an amount of it and it's this is just this is this is while supplies last right okay so it's yeah it's just they've they've printed them they exist already you order it and they'll ship it to you and when they sell out they're gone yeah so it's like okay that's a better way of doing it because yeah the first thing i asked was like how are they going to make it not be miserable for everybody this time turns out uh there you go they're making it ahead of time yeah like it's like a cake you bake the cake and then you sell the cake yeah, yeah. It's like, who wants a slice of cake? We are out of cake. Yep. We will produce the cake to order. Which, you know, I mean, you know, you get the cake you want. However, it is prone to failure. Yeah, you got to wait for the cake to get baked. These are some very funny choices for um, the tokens. 
because they're oh. well because they're double-sided tokens right okay so it's okay. vampire zombie mm-hmm. vampire ape <laughs> okay wolf vampire wolf soldier mm-hmm. wolf ashaya the awoken world <laughs> black wolf ashaya cat meow pest luca emblem pest jace emblem <laughs> beast liliana emblem plant chandra emblem human cleric arlen emblem huh. elf warrior tybalt emblem and then treasure flying golem clue trample golem food vigilance golem <laughs> okay then (laughs) it's just these are a very i want to know how they how they work this stuff out yeah yeah like is i wonder if there's a frequency distribution of like this these are the ones that we'll need the most of i guess and then opposite are the more esoteric i suppose ones yeah but like when you need an emblem you need an emblem you can't be like fishing through them yeah but uh, just out of curiosity what are the pests like uh, they haven't shown the art for them oh, yet. They're okay. just they're the currently it's just the Strixhaven pests, and it may just be the Strixhaven yeah. pests. Like okay, I, I, okay. I don't know that they're doing new art for them necessarily. I, I always wondered why the Strixhaven, uh, uh, um, oh, Witherbloom mages bothered giving pests faces because they're basically like self-replicating Capri Suns. Right. Yeah. You, you would think that like, oh, this one has a face. I don't feel comfortable jamming a straw into its abdomen. <laughs> throwing it into like a vat of like magical goo. Yeah. To turn it into a spell. Witherbloom is like, I don't know. I really like the flavor wise of like, yeah, life and death. Mm-hmm. We're not squicked out by death. Mm-hmm. Death is a normal part of life for you. Yeah. <laughs> this is, oh. Then like pests are little magical beings, right? Yeah. Yeah. This they don't experience like... pain. Yes, James. I was just. I, I'm curious. Um, was this the same price as the first one of these? Do we remember? No, I was think this worth? is. I think this is a little more expensive. Yeah, I'm curious. At like, 150. Would you? Would any of you buy this for 150 dollars US? I mean, it's. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem bad. It's. I. I should mention that like all ten pathways are in this deck. Right. Ooh. So like. That's good value. That's that's like, you know, like sixty bucks in, in non basic land. Honestly, I mean, like I, I was I, just I, looking at the deck list and I was like, oh dang, okay, that's actually not bad. I'm so, not convinced it's entirely my jam. Um, like I prefer to brew my commander decks, James. Um, <laughs> I'm giving you that precon. I'll just t- tune it up a bit. I mean, I would buy it. If I wasn't the world's cheapest person, yeah, uh, I think this one is a miss for me, but that's not an it, indictment of the product. Yeah, it's tricky. It, I'm. It's frustrating because um, if this was ninety nine bucks, I'd snap it up because I. This is honestly my favorite secret layer. I think like of the five cards, like the actual from cute to brute, like yeah. those cards. I've never bought a secret layer. If these were just five cards for the secret layer, I'd probably make that my first ever secret layer mm. and it bums me out that they're packaged up with the with the, the rest com- of the, with commander, the commander deck, deck that i just don't care about at all so i don't know i think if you are new to magic i think this is honestly a really good i think i don't know i'm not prof i'm not going to break down the numbers here i feel like if you are 
newer and you are looking to expand your collection, this seems like a pretty good way of doing it. You get a playable commander deck. It's Yes, it's pricey, it's a premium product, but you get a lot of stuff that's useful in maybe other decks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's... I think if you are interested, and I think it's probably just fine value because you can pull the deck apart if you want and use it in other places because you do get a lot of stuff for that. And you get some cool cards. There's a lot of legendary creatures in this deck, right? Because, like, there's the ones that we mentioned, but there's also Jace Friend's Prodigy. There's... Well, there's the Flip Walkers, right? It's There's the Flip oh. Liliana, the Flip Jace, the Flip Chandra, uh, Valky... Um, there's Voldaren Pariah, not legendary, but I'm just that Wait, just jumped out at me. Does Voldaren Pariah have new art? Uh, no, the only ones oh. that have new art are those five. Oh, Voldaren yeah. Pariah is actually like the sickest card ever. It's I very love cool. Voldaren Pariah so much. It's highly highly placed near my favorite cards. Uh, the flip Nissa, the flip. Uh, oh yeah, there's a bunch of the Strixhaven Deans in here, and then also just Zatalpa, you know, for fun. Who's actually the Who's actually the commander? <laughs> I guess it's... Is it? Is it... I guess it, it's either got to be Nicol Bolas or Esca, right? Yeah. Wait, who's actually... <laughs> I assume it's Nicol Bolas because it is a Grixis deck, right? No, it's be, be all five colors. Because it's, got, ni- it's right. got Nissa in it. Yeah. So maybe it is Essica. Right. Because, yeah, uh, the, the rainbow bridge is all five colors. Right. Yeah, because yeah, you get to then you cast the bridge and then you just get to you know wheel into all the other yeah the the prismatic bridge is a messed up card you get to as i believe the children say pop off yeah uh, the beginning of your upkeep you reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature or planeswalker you put it onto the battlefield and the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order but yeah seems the, good for for some reason the uh the deck list doesn't actually specify who the commander is so yeah i assume that it's Meant to be Eska. Hmm. Anyway. Um, Popular choice. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely seems like there's... I don't know. Yeah. I, honestly, uh, th- thinking about it now, normally this is something we would discuss off camera. Uh, we should probably grab one for the collection. <laughs> we should probably uh, pick one of these up for the Elder Dragon Social Club. Uh, the wheel? For the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. From cute to brute. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably grab that. Um Elsewhere in the spring super drop, there are three uh, showcase drops for March the Machine. So something that I I legitimately think this is very cool, the way that they did all the multiverse legends in uh, on the bonus sheet for March the Machine, where they they did them all with the showcase frame from their original plane, and indeed. Uh, inventing a showcase frame for planes that didn't previously have one, Mm. uh, which I think is really cool. Um, And these are other creatures that are not legendary. Well, not... uh, No, they are. Oh, no, they're not all legendary. These are other cards... (laughs) That they would like to... That they would have included on this sheet if they had the space and or they were legendary. I think so, yeah. So some of them are legendary, some of them aren't. But these are other things in that style, so they all have the, the showcase variant frame of the, their plane. The runners-up yeah. yeah, of the showcases. Before we start, I saw yeah. a very interesting post on the Magic subreddit, and I don't remember the username who made it, so apologies. But it was like a comparison of TCG prices to the new showcase frames mm. uh, compared to the just the normal art, mm-hmm. and then like what the most valuable ones. And... Uh, and 
it was interesting. Eldraine was at the top, mm -hmm. and Ravnica was down at the bottom. And a lot of people, myself included, were like, "How is the Ravnica one so low?" But I think this their comparison didn't sort of take into account what kind of like what kind of demand there is for like Judith and Tessa and stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? Which right. is. I feel like as older cards, maybe it's a little bit lower, right? Well, and like, I, I would assume that the print quantity of older Ravnica cards mm. makes, kind of inflates their value. Yes, right? exactly. Um, as compared to the Eldraine cards where yeah. the showcase frames are a little bit more special and limited. But the point being, uh, I want to say, uh, the showcase frames, the new ones they invented, are all amazing. And I think the graphic designers did a very good job with that, mm -hmm. uh, of sort of giving each plane its own identity. And, and I like how, I like how also, although I guess, I guess Ragavan is the exception here, but I like how, because the, the Kaladesh one was originally for the inventions. So mm -hmm. there was all artifacts. And so even when they put it on creatures like Rayev or Baral and Karizev, they were statues of those characters. Yeah, the heroes of the invasion. They're, so there's, you know, monuments they've built on Yeah. Them. So even though the card was a creature, the image was an artifact, kind of. The, the big stone yeah, thing. Except for Ragavan, who I guess was still just a monkey, unless I was misinterpreting that art. But anyway. Um, okay. So the first one of these in the, in the Super Drop, the March of the Machines, we have Wheel and Deal from New Capenna. Three and a blue instant. Any number of target opponents each discard their hand and draw seven cards and and, and then draw a card. And then you draw a card. I'm not going to read out every single one of these, but I didn't recall Wheel and Deal offhand, so mm. I'm just mentioning it. Uh, Questing Beast oh. with new art there in the sort of the storybook style. This Questing Beast is awesome. Yeah. I yeah. was initially... So they have the weird like book thing in the rules box there because of course this was this frame was, was originally designed for only cards yeah. with adventure uh, i'm okay with it i just want them to erase that crease mm. yeah that's fair you could style it so it looked more like a scroll unrolling if you wanted to that's true but man this art is very cool that's yeah great yeah, art. I, I agree um yeah i like that we've got olivia valdaren with the um crimson vow uh, frame, mm -hmm. uh, and oh, there's the background, the 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 realm breaker tenties in the background. Yep, mm. uh, we've got a walking ballista. That's pretty exciting. Ooh, yeah, spicy Kaladesh frame. Now this is the, is the, this has to be the second time that walking ballista has appeared in this frame, right? Hasn't yeah, hasn't I, hasn't ballista been printed in the invention frame before? I want to say it must have been. Or am I making no? this up? I mean, like, Hangerback Walker was. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Hangerback Walker, which was a similar but different card. I'm looking it up right now, but I think you might be right. Everyone's, yep. everyone's walking... favorite technical, Walking Ballista. Walking Ballista does have a... Uh... <laughs> I forgot about that. has a different secret layer appearance where it looks like a Transformer, <laughs> which I totally forgot about. Really? Yeah, I don't remember which... I don't remember which... Uh... James, can you find the the like older secret lair of Walking Ballista where it looks like a looks like a mecha? James is looking for it. Look at that thing! Whoa! Huh? Yeah! Right! <laughs> Pretty cool, that's, but that's no. Ultra Magnus. This is the this is the first time Walking Ballista has ever been in this frame. Uh, and finally, in that same uh, bundle of five cards is the World Tree, a land. So that's from. 
Kaldheim. So the uh, R.I.P. World Tree. Yep. The March of the Machine bundles. Now this is interesting. The March of the Machine showcase frames. Uh, all three of these are only available in the Halo foil, which was the um, collector booster exclusive foil treatment. Right. Was that the one with the like the uh, sh- the, 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 sh- the oily one with the Phyrexian symbols? No, that's the step and complete. Which is oh. a very funny pun. No, the halo foil was the sort of. Um, it's like a shimmery. It's got like curved lines of like different uh, like okay. levels of shimmer in it. Almost is mm-hmm. very. It is almost impossible to capture, like online or in photographs. But like when you look at it in person, it's almost like, like I don't want to say, oil. Right. But like you know how oil has those like organic curves and stuff yeah, like that. Interference patterns of yeah. I yeah. think that's a fair description, yeah. Um so yeah, these three bundles are only available in the Halo foil. Which honestly I think so, looks sick as hell. So it does look cool. Uh the second one of the March of the Machine ones features uh Higure the Still Wind. Which I do not remember this card. I don't remember this card either. Is this originally from a commander deck? It's got ninjutsu. Oh, it's very old. It's from actual yeah, OG Kamigawa. Holy oh, I can, moly. Hear, I can hear what Wheeler getting mad at us for not knowing what this card was from Cool. Here. All right. Sweet. Um, so, good. yeah. Higure the Still Wind. Uh, Nezahal the Primal Tide from Ixalan. Mm-hmm. I, these, the Ixalan showcase frame is divisive. I love it. <laughs> I, I mean, think it's really cool. I like that. I love the outside of the frame, but I feel like that everything being on a coin, like I understand exactly why they've done it. Mm-hmm. However, it sometimes it is, it takes away some of the immediate recognizability of the art for me. I agree with as that. As a picture person. I agree with that. That's fair. Uh, Dragon Lord Coligon. Very cool. Mm. Back from Tarkir. This is an egg split. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's a Marvel Snap joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mina and Den, Wildborn, from Zendikar. I still love the Zendikar frame. The Zendikar frame is dope because it's, it's got that like subtle he drawn in it. Mm-hmm. But very clean. Yeah. yeah. And Zancha, Sleeper Agent. I was oh. looking at this card a lot, and I don't know if this is awful or amazing, <laughs> but I enjoy it. What, the artwork or the actual card? The actual card. Well, Xantia Sleeper Agent is a very old card. It's from Apocalypse. I'm trying to remember really? what set it would be based on. That Okay, so story-wise, Xantia is, sort of shows up like the second time Urza comes back as a planeswalker. Mm-hmm. She's sent as a Phyrexian to infiltrate Dominaria, but she uh, gains like a soul and a conscience and is like, no, I don't think so, and mm-hmm. sort of becomes sort of like a double agent oh, working okay. with Urza. This is like in the Urza Gerard Capuchin kind of defeating Yogmoth once and for all old timey Phyrexian right. thing. Okay, okay, yeah, invasion block. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when the card was printed. I never played with it, but I know enough about the lore that I can that I can sort of pinpoint it into that era. James, when did it actually come out? I think this one was first printed in Commander. Oh, like Commander. more recently. I think oh. Xantia's an old character, but this card was first printed in Commander 2018. Hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. But previously, a minion, now a Phyrexian minion, and with the art frame, with the uh, showcase treatment from Phyrexia, all will be one. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's all the black and white. She's thing. a Phyrexian now. Well, I mean, she was always a Phyrexian. Yeah, sorry. 
Uh, then the third one, we've got Misdirection, uh, which they've put into the Strixhaven Mystical Archive, mm-hmm. which makes cool. sense. Uh, Mystical Archive is still like, I feel like this is maybe one of my absolute favorite of all time card frames. Yeah, yeah. I like the Mystical Archive a lot. And so much of the art from it, like the mm. the stuff by like Dominic Mayer and Wiley Beckert and mm. those mm-hmm. folks. That no, no shade on this art either. Uh, this one it also rules, but I love the very like, very stylized geometric sort of treatment that most of the art got as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is taking a, taking its cues from it because it's got like a very flat presentation. Mm-hmm. This is more like, you know, I don't know, something you'd see in some sort of old book necessarily than like some sort of photorealistic rendering of a Yeah, um, but it would also fit with thing. like a Quandrix style. Yes, exactly, because right? it's got like the, the... The hard geometry. Yeah. Uh, oh, here's the Ravnica frame. We've got Utvara Hellkite. Okay, can I just say, yeah. I said this in the Reddit thread, uh, the Ravnica frame is God tier design one because what is the most important thing about Ravnica identity wise is that it is the city. Mm-hmm. The city, Ravnica itself, because I know all of this stuff, uh, is based on Prague. Mm-hmm. And the art treatment they've gone is sort of a stylized, inspired by Muka, who is from uh, who is from Prague? Mm-hmm. So okay. there's a Muka museum in Prague. So and they really... changed the they changed the color of the rooftops depending on the the color, color identity identity. of the yeah. card. Yeah, and then there's the cobblestone inlay in the background, which is cool. one of my favorite finishes that you can do for um, a pre-made path in Animal Crossing. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, true. I, 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 yeah, I like these frames a lot. I hadn't really paid attention to it, but I, I like it. I think it's very like emblematic of the city. I think like the frame itself is quite wide at the bottom, and maybe they maybe they could have made it a little smaller to give it a little bit more room for the art. But I just really like that it's very stylized, and it, to me, it like really speaks of like the flavor. Of, it captures the flavor of Ravnica really well. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, that is what that is what like art in Ravnica and like businesses would look like, right? It's got yeah. this, you know. And also, the frame itself is kind of like you could imagine that this is all art. Yeah. The, Can you bring yeah. up the Tesa in this frame, James? Tesa, I think I think it's Tesa. The, just the Tesa border, it doesn't. The border doesn't feel like it's intruding on the art. It feels like it's part of it. Yeah, exactly. It's very it's very harmonious. I think the design here is really good. Harmonious is a good word for it. Yeah. Because you mentioned it, Kathleen, and I'm I, I can't believe I didn't pick up on it. But yeah, all the all the art is, is also very inspired by Alphonse Mucha, which makes well, sense. Which totally yeah. makes yeah. sense. He's, he's from the city and country that they are taking sort of the architectural inspiration from. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, very just, cool. Yeah, neat. Big win here. Uh, I know. And I, I think very stylish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To avoid confusion, Tesa is from the bonus sheet, not in this super drop. Yeah. Uh, th- this again, this particular secret layer is misdirection. Udvar Halkite. Uh, next, we have Kolgla, the Titan Ape, uh, fresh out of um, Ikoria. Ikoria. So the Ikoria showcase frame is the crystalline stuff and the comic book style art, which mm-hmm. is very cool. Mm-hmm. Who's that with Kolgla? It was a little man. Who's that? It's just an innocent man. It's <laughs> just a normal man. I don't, okay, have you guys noticed a huge uptick in magic people making that joke? <laughs> yes. I would like to say the first time I saw that joke being made by magic people in recent memory was, of course, the extended lead up we had for it in Punt Counter Punt. And that was very good. <laughs> we had to explain Nelson hadn't seen that joke before, so literally it was in our note, writing notes. Show Nelson they're just innocent men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, we are tastemakers. Nyx Bloom Ancient, we've got. 
I'd like to thank we everybody already liked that joke. We just we were like, no, it's not too old. Yeah, it's we not can too still old. make yeah. this joke. It's just uh, hilarious watching someone get kaboomed on TV. Yeah, it's so good. Um, all the Theros stuff is the um, Jason Engel uh, uh, constellation. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Nyx Bloom Ancient, very very cool enchantment creature, of course. Uh, and finally, for this particular secret lair is Joyra, Weatherlight Captain, mm. with the Dominarian uh, stained glass. Love the stained well. glass fl- frame. Hmm. So each of those secret lairs, I will say, you know, we've been we've been sort of we've been sort of oogling them. Uh, they're too expensive. This is ridiculous. It's five cards for fifty bucks. That's yeah. it's preposterous because they're only available in foil, right? If the five cards, I th- I feel like five is where a secret layer should be, and not four in a bonus card. So I'm going to be pretty down on the rest of these because they all have four cards. But I'm just I'm I'm putting it out there that when they started secret layer and it was like five cards for like thirty bucks, is like that was a little bit more reasonable. That's a good deal because none of these cards are like breaking the bank that I'm aware of. Uh, so you know the art's very cool. They look gorgeous. I'd be happy to have them in my collection. I'm just not interested in buying five cards for fifty bucks. You can get a bundle. Uh, of all of them for uh, 130. So you Ooh, can, you can get 20 bucks. 20 bucks off if you buy all three of those bundles or all, all three of those secret layers as a bundle, which is on offer. Also available uh, as part of this uh, super drop, three different artist series. Ooh. So first up, we have Elena Danner. I love Elena Danner. Got to say hi to her at... Uh, Magic Con as well, which was nice. I did um, not. I missed her. So we barely got a chance to see the Artist Alley. I saw, I was like, I'm taking 10 minutes to walk through Artist Alley. And like, as people were packing up, like at the very end of Sunday, and yeah. I was able to, I was just able to sort of whip my way through there. Well, we, were, we were quite busy at yeah. Minneapolis because of the mm. game night stuff. Um, but yeah, I literally on Sunday, I had to be like, Wheeler, can I please borrow $5 in cash? Because I needed to run over to the Wizard of Barge booth and get, because they had bumper stickers. Oh, really? Yeah, they were incredible. I picked up one that said, proud parent of a dancing skeleton <laughs> i'm putting that on my crappy old car i like that the 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 magic artist uh convention meta seems to have stabilized on uh, be, uh because what can what can a magic artist sell to make money at a magic con right they get they, they get their artist proofs which is looks like a normal magic card but has, has a, a completely bag. white back so they can sell those uh and they can do um Prints. They can do, yeah. They can sign stuff. They can do fancy signatures. They can do prints of their of their art. Some of the time, sketches. It, it depends. Yeah, they can do sketches. Tokens. Mm-hmm. That's where the money's at. Yeah, for the artists. And not only that, they many of them had like trays of like tokens, right? Like treasure, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. things that tokens you need a lot of. Goblins, zombies, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those were usually you know like a dollar or two or whatever for like a nice printed token, but. The metal token. Did you see the metal token, James? I picked up a couple of these actually. Ooh. These were like ten bucks uh, for the art that they did. Like the, you know, like for example, treasure. I picked up one from. I can't remember the artist offhand. I have it at home, uh, and it's printed on like a a thin piece of metal. Like when someone gets like a metal credit card. Right, right, right. Like that. So it's like. I make treasure. Funk. It's pretty cool. Honestly, yeah. they look absolutely sick. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah, that would be a, a great thing to get, like, a Planeswalker emblem or a Merit Large. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, on some, like, nice blue metal. Yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be very cool. Looks like ice. That'd be cool. So, 
Anyway, just wanted to mention that. Uh, go say hi to the artists if you're, yeah, yeah. If you're at a MagicCon. Yeah. I mean, m- my opinion at MagicCon is always like, you can play Magic in a lot of places, but like MagicCon offers a lot of things that you don't get to do other, where, other yeah. places. Goof, mm-hmm. You can do goofy stuff. They can do goofy magic things like yeah. the unknown events or the loading ready run mega chaos draft. But like seeing artists, I think, is something you don't get to do very often. No, exactly. See the artists, see the people, get signatures, mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. It's very fun. Find people, go for lunch. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of artists, this is the Elena Danner yes. uh, drop, mm-hmm. uh, which it says here, Elena Danner loves angels, like, a lot. She also loves illustrating, breathtaking, vibrant artwork, and she's what she's been doing for Magic since Dominaria in 2018. More importantly, though, she loves angels. So she selected a set of amazing angels and angelic lands for her artist series, and even wrote two brand new cantos of the Song of All oh. that you can find in the flavor text of these cards. Cool. So they are Sunblast Angel. Da da da. Um, Linvala, Keeper of Silence. Oh, dang. Emiria, the Sky Ruin, the first reprint of this since Commander 2014, mm-hmm. apparently. And Seraph Sanctuary. Now, <clears throat> womp womp, uh, this art isn't finished. This is incredibly awkward and embarrassing for Wizards of the Coast. Um, this is an in-progress version and not the final version. And this is the version that is being printed in the secret layer. They realized a little too late. Oh, no. Uh, apparently, the final version... Here's the statement. Hang on. Because I this is very silly. Um, we are aware of an error. Printing the card for Seraph Sanctuary is found in the Elena Danner drop. An in-progress version was used uh, instead of the final version. This affects both traditional foil and non-foil products. So the correct art... So you see on this, if you're watching the video... Um, the building in the bottom left, like, isn't a building. It's just some shapes. Right. Yeah. Right. So there is like final art for this exists. The 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 buildings in the background are more detailed and smaller as well. Anyway, um, I mean, I don't actually hate it. No, no I mean, yeah. I wish my in progress stuff looked half as good. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess this is just like Seraph Sanctu- Seraph underscore Sanctuary final final. Final one dot PSD. Yeah. Right. So the solution is um, we can confirm we will be printing the corrected version of the card that will be included as the secret card in a different future secret layer, which is annoying. Yeah. Uh, We've worked with Elena to come to the solution, and we're also giving her a number of copies of the corrected version, both in foil and non foil, to distribute at future conventions. Oh, so if you find Elena and you can bring her this, you can bring her your. Your in progress version, and then you can get the fixie version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, the art's gorgeous, regardless. Yeah. But that's very embarrassing for wizards, and I can't imagine. I'm not going to speak for her, but I can't imagine being being Terribly Elena pleased. in that in that situation yeah. when it's like you weren't supposed to. I hate when people look at my stuff in progress. Oh yeah. my god! Like when like when I'm working on like a video and the edit's not done yet, and someone's like, "Oh, let me see that." I'm like, "No, don't look at me." Yeah, or mm-hmm. like you're halfway through writing something, so you have like, you have the sentences are all there, but they're not. The idea is there. Yeah, there's just like a big block of stuff at the end of the document that mm-hmm. you've been copying, copying and pasting, yep. like trying to find a home. Yeah, exactly. For. It's like it's like it's one really good sentence, like three bullet points, and like a uh, and like a, a sentence that's going to be rewritten like five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's whip through the rest of these. Uh, we've got I say whip through. Um, we've got 
artist series Randy Vargas. Uh, Randy's been bringing unforgettable scenes to life across sets like Adventures of the Forgotten Realms, Throne of Eldraine, Zendikar Rising, etc. He brings his dynamic and captivating style to a truly amazing set of cards, which include uh, the first reprint of Grand Abolisher since Arch Enemy Nickel Bolas 2017. Dang. Hmm. Cool. Uh, very cool. Uh, there's also a Selfless Savior, which is... <gasps> Dog. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. Oh. I know, right? It's the Selfless Savior. Hmm. Oh, that flavor text. I know. I never had a chance to say thank you or goodbye. Uh, Sarvag, eulogy for a friend. Oh. What a good dog. Also, the foreshortening makes it look enormous, which is very entertaining to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, a Angel of Fury. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, apparently the first non-list Umazawa's Jite reprint since 2016. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Featuring Umazawa. Umazawa. I should say each of these, the artist series are available in foil or non-foil. Uh, the last of the artist series is Rebecca Gay. <sighs> now, yeah. This one, this one is wild. very tempting. Not that they're not all good, but like... Mm -hmm. Fan favorite artist ever since she first illustrated three cards for the Alliances expansion in 1996. Wow. Since then, she's contributed more than 150 pieces to Magic the Gathering. With the series, Rebecca brings her distinctive art style and poetry to some fantastic cards, including the first reprint of Sarah the Benevolent and an all-new take on another card, which we'll get to in I a moment. I love this, Sarah the Benevolent. With the sunglasses. Sa the Sarah boots. Del Rey. Yeah. Oh my God, it's she looks good. incredible. Um, Sarah's just this is this is Sarah. She's chilling. Is she wearing hot pants? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for painting our queen, queen. <laughs> yeah. Hot pants and big boots. Uh, cleansing Nova. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. I think there's a unicorn in there. Uh, Stoneforge Mystic. Yeah. <sighs> right. And, <laughs> and <laughs> muddle the mixture. Yeah. Man, muddle. The card that everyone, like, mm, the card that you should be cutting from your Highlander deck, but can't. Which? What does that muy, text box say? Muy gay. It's, it's, but, you know, G-U-A-Y. Mm -hmm. It's very gray. Whatever you desire to muddle or mix, I I'm can, your I fix. can feel Wheeler's wallet opening from here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and well, penultimately, there are two other um, secret layers in the Super Drop that are not uh, artist series specific. One is called Nature is Adorable, and the theory here is that these are beasties of the forest, including a reprint that we haven't seen since 2004, apparently. So we've got Yoraga Tree Speaker. Oh! Yeah, these are very cute. Mm -hmm. oh, do you remember these level up dudes from original Zendikar? Love, oh yeah, love your yeah. tree speaker. Very yeah. good. Oh. Your turn one, turn two, and then turn three, you just like pop off. Oh my yeah. god, they're enormous. Oh my god, great art. Yeah. I have not seen this secret layer yet. Mm -hmm. uh, Nature's Will. This is the first reprint. <gasps> Nature's Will since two thousand four. Oh. This is this is the kind of art that gets me to open my wallet. Mm. Uh, the Ulvenwald Tracker. Friend, bear. friend of bear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, listen, it's Grar, not Rar. Rar isn't going to scare anyone. Now let's try again. <laughs> the so, idea of the bear is like, Rar. <laughs> no, 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 no. We talked about this. Uh, and Yeva, Nature's Herald. Hmm. Another 
another bear friend. Uh, both of those cards were in Bear Force Two because they have they're 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 not bear cards, but they're friends of bears. They mm. they have bears in the yard. That that's the cutoff, right? Yep, that yeah. was it. Yep. Uh, I should. I mean, all this art is by Ayakakeda, so it's not technically an artist series, but it kind of is. Anyway, I think for the artist series, they let the artists have a lot more input on what is being printed, and as mentioned in on. Uh, Elena Danner's and Rebecca Gay's stuff. They also did some some of the flavor text work, which is very cool. Mm. Uh, finally, uh, a drop called Cool Ocean Breeze, uh, which, what's their thesis for this one? It's a pool party. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. Thassa said everyone's invited, so grab your swimsuit and bring some chips. All the art was done by Lauren Is. So uh, we have... Lawan Cephalid Empress, everyone's favorite commander to see across from the table. Across the, ta- the table, <laughs> whenever Cephalid Empress enters the battlefield, return all blue creatures your opponents control their owners' hands. Your opponents can't cast blue spells. I, blue creature spells. Oh, blue creature spells. Sorry. Does she have her 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 seal? Right. Didn't. Oh no, I'm thinking of someone else. Or was it Lawan who who's in in the original art? She's holding. A seal, as if it's a small ornamental dog that you would see in, like, uh, like a pe- a like, monarch's portrait. Yeah, like she's got like a little Chihuahua seal, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Purse seal. I know when you're thinking of. I don't see it in here necessarily, but maybe. Or no, no, I'm thinking of what's her name. A, um, a different cephalid. No, the uh, what's uh, the one that takes control of legendary creatures? Oh yes. She's a merfolk, not a cephalid. Right. Okay. Uh, Master of Waves. Very cool. Hanging 10. Yeah. Uh, Thassa, Deep Dwelling. Very cool looking. Now with an eye patch. Ooh. And two Bidens. Combined him together to make a quadrant? No, that doesn't work. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Thassa's here, and so is Thassa's Oracle. Hmm. Uh, it's a tick looking art for Thassa's Oracle. Very yeah, cool. that's actually really cool so each of those all the artist series and each of the last two ones that i mentioned are 30 bucks or 40 if you want them in traditional foil not mm-hmm. halo foil just normal foil and you can get as i mentioned the march the all the show the march the machine showcase bundle that's 130 bucks uh the other five secret layers that we just talked about not in foil for 130 bucks as well uh which is also a $20 off uh, or everything in foil for $300 or everything twice once in foil and once not for 424 hmm. which is down from 500 if you bought all of them individually if you save $76 yeah hmm those are the secret. That's that's the, that's your secret layer update. Um, yes. So that's things you could add to your collection. But what if you wanted to take stuff out of your collection? Well, if you're around here, you call Wheeler. At yeah. least that's what Cameron did. I I did. I um, I decided it was time that my closet got cleaned out, and uh, as part of that, I got rid of my collection. Well, a large part of my collection. Did you know I had eight four-column boxes of magic cards? 
that's quite a few magic that cards. That is quite a few magic You're cards. You're quite a that's... minimalist, Cameron. That's a lot for you. Yeah, I hated it. I, and it got <laughs> to the point where I didn't even want to look at it anymore. Right, yeah. I, it was a problem. I was embarrassed by it, and I hated it. Put so, it in the closet and put it away. Yeah, yeah, and then cover it with cobwebs so you don't have to look at it anymore. I understand and, that. Uh, this was also compounded by the fact that I, I don't own a car, so transporting it anywhere was enormously problematic. And my partner just really encouraged me to handle this, and I appreciate her a lot for that. Um, <laughs> so Ben Wheeler, who is just tremendous, took on this task because it's, I think it's something he, he... Well, it's a service he offers. I don't know if he enjoys doing he it. He does enjoy it, but yeah. it is also a service he offers. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. <laughs> exactly. Um, so for a very, very, very reasonable uh, service fee... I was able to drop this off for him. I rented a car, <laughs> put it all in. My neighbor asked, are you moving? And I was like, no, sorry. Um, <laughs> you can't get rid of me. Uh, loaded it into a car, brought it to his place. Um, and by the time I got home, I had a text message from Wheeler saying that it was sorted. That's astounding. And he got it down to one four-column box and one two-column box. Nice. Uh, and neither of those are full. He pulled out um, basically like all the rares, all the commons, commons and uncommons that have value, and then a Highlander play set of staples, like Highlander staples. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, then supporting tokens, basic lands. Uh, and I can further call those down as well. I think I'd really like to get this down to... Just one box? Yeah, because I got it back and thought, oh... I really liked how the closet looked without any magic cards in it. <laughs> and it's really forced me to examine my relationship again, because I, I used to think that I was quite a minimalist and didn't keep things around. And that's a lie. That is 100% a lie, because I'll just like go out, I, I'll get paid and be like, well, you know, there's a bunch of books that I wanted to pick up that have come out this month that I, you know, could get from a library, like a responsible adult, or I could just spend all my money on those, and then I'll put them by my bedstand or my bedside table, and never read them. Um, yet I'm a minimalist. You understand. <laughs> uh, but when Wheeler texted me, he wanted to know, like, okay, they're sorted. What do I do with it, right? Because mm. he will get rid of your shash, but um, like, then he needs to know what are you keeping and why. Right. Right. Like what's, what's my methodology here right. for, for sorting these? Um, and I was, you know, I, I, I labor under the delusion that I'm something of a Highlander player, or at least I'd like to keep things in the event that I do become a Highlander player. Right. Because, you know, like everyone else, I am simply uh, a little bit of my attention away from being the baddest uh, player of anything I do. Right. Right. So maybe I'll just keep my collection and dedicate a bit of time to it and, you know, roll up some tournaments <laughs> um, because that's something that can just happen. But the the idea that now I have to, like, critically evaluate what I keep Boo. and why and for what purposes uh, was a watershed event. Well, not really, but it was something that I had to dedicate time to. And having one thing in your head is one thing. Having to explain it to another human being who has to take actions based on that is embarrassing. 
Right. Uh, so explaining to Wheeler that, like, I want to keep a Highlander or a Highlander playset, i.e. one card, of anything that is Highlander playable. And he's like, okay, I can keep 50 cards for you, right? Mm. Like, I mean, you're, you have a fine collection, but it's not like you just have, like, Moxon floating around. Um, but, you know, keeping one of things like Lightning Bolt, Ponder, Brainstorm. Yeah. The kind of stuff that you're gonna need anyhow. Yeah, exactly. If I if I'm if I'm building Highlander or if I'm building a commander deck, there are certain cards that you just want to keep around because they're useful. Mm -hmm. um, I have. I should do. I should deal with all of the the cards that we have. We have this dresser mm -hmm. uh, that hasn't really found a great home in our new place, uh, and it used to have I've like only lived there since 2021. Three or drawers. Uh-huh. Uh, we had, we were, we were busy with some stuff. Uh, yeah, it's has, right. it used to have like three drawers that were like full of like old like deck boxes and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, and then every time I'm like, oh, wait, I have this card. I got to go find it. And I start looking. I'm realizing how many more drawers than I thought <laughs> are now being occupied. Yeah. And like, I've got stuff in there that's like, what is this deck box? What's in here? And you open it up and it's like, a couple rares and a whole bunch of commons and it's like wait what is this oh this is a deck why is this a draft deck oh these have stamps oh this is a day two draft deck from like gp vegas or something right, right? and right. it's and it's something like with, like emotional resonance yeah but and, it, and it's just sort of like oh do i i'm just gonna put this back in the drawer for now and deal with it later yeah. you know <laughs> and at some point i should deal with that and yeah. it's like i don't know if i want to keep that or necessarily i just didn't want to think about it at the time when i found it yeah because i was you looking, for it. looking for that yeah exactly yeah, like, but eventually that we we will all arrive at a point in our life where we're dealing with our biographer <laughs> and right? they will have to ask us so when's later <laughs> right mm -hmm. can you point me to later yeah. Nice manuscript. It's... Which page does the later you're going to deal with this um, occur yeah. in your life? It's like that Swedish death cleaning concept. It's like you have to do this before too late. You have mm -hmm. a finite amount of time to clear out your stuff. Otherwise, someone who doesn't care and doesn't understand is going to do it for you. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to be in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and being paid by the hour if they're lucky. Or, well, they're a relative, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. And they've got a deadline to get your stuff yeah. dealt with. Um, so, you know, I, I have to finally confront the fact that I'm probably never going to play a life from the loam deck. <laughs> and maybe you can send that life to the loam to somebody else who's going to love it and pay you for it. Exactly. Some Hopefully. kind of other monster that likes dredge. Hey, everybody likes dredge. Academically. <laughs> Nobody doesn't not love dredge. <laughs> <laughs> How many negatives can we fit into this sentence? Enough so that I'm unclear as to whether I like Dredge or not. Good. Yes, yeah, same. But I did keep my Dark Blast. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to do a similar thing about like, let me just keep stuff that could be fun in Commander, mm -hmm. uh, bearing in mind the kind of Commander decks I build. Right. So goofy nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I kept telling Ben things like, well, just, just keep everything that's going to be a pain to replace. And he's like, that's not a guideline. <laughs> that is not a useful guideline. Yeah, yeah. I can see that being a problem. Mm -hmm. Well, what is a com what is a pain to replace now may not be a pain to replace later and vice versa. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what they're reprinting, dude. Yeah. You got to give me I don't know what that. cards are going to suddenly, you know, 
have a synergy with a brand new card and yeah. suddenly become hard to find. Just keep just keep everything that's going to go up in value in 2024. <laughs> so is when Wheeler gently puts the boxes down and walks away. Yeah, it's like, I'm not doing this for you anymore. <laughs> Lower right. them into a flaming every, oil every, drum. <laughs> every, every time you make a request like that, the hourly rate goes up by $2. <laughs> <laughs> uh how do you manage your collection? Let us let us know about that. Do you manage your collection? Do you have a collection, or do you do? Because we, what we've tried to do is, you know, when we go to like magic cons and stuff now, right? Like we do sealed and drafts and stuff, and you end up with a bunch of cards, and it's go through it before you leave the city is what we've been doing. Right? Yeah. Is like don't need any of these commons, don't need any of these uncommons. Probably don't even need all these rares, but it's just like go through. I still came back with an entire deck box. From- I. I kept from my, Minneapolis. Uh, I kept a whole bunch of stuff. I just kept the decks. I was like, whatever. I'll yeah. deal with it later. I mean, you're you're already doing better than I was, which is that at Magic Cons, I will just like look at my draft deck after the event has completed and be overcome with anxiety and just leave it on the table. I think I went through a couple of smothering tides like that. Mm-hmm. Or tithes. Mm. Smothering tides. Bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Who could have known? Exactly. Mm. Uh, he didn't pay the two. Yeah. There you go. But you can pay for magic cards at showsponsorcardkingdom.com slash LRR. Yes, we're going to go with that as a segue. Uh, They're great. We recommend them because they continue to be good folks to buy magic cards from. Or sell your cards too, actually. That's that's generally what I do is every – I haven't done it in a while. But I I used to fairly regularly, like at least once a year I would go through and put up a – Put a, put together a Card Kingdom sell order, so maybe I ought to do that again. And we 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 financed uh, like uh, I think a fairly significant portion of our wedding by selling cards to Card Kingdom. Mm, yeah, mm. we also had a very cheap wedding, but still. Um, and of course, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash Loading Ready Run, and we really appreciate it. You know what? <sighs> I never would have guessed your wedding was cheap. Thank you. We spent the money on the things that we cared about, which was um, food and uh, like making sure that the people who were in the wedding party didn't have to buy their matching ties and socks and Mm. wedding and bridesmaids dresses. And uh, nobody's going to remember that our wedding didn't have chair covers. That's a thing. We could rent chair covers for the chairs for t- only $2 a piece. So yet, expensive. Yet I still have my socks, my bow tie, and my pocket square. There you go. Which were right. all provided because we thought we can't possibly force people to buy orange items. Are they going <laughs> to wear them again? Maybe not, right? I, I wore through my socks, but that's just that's just how I operate. Um, anyhow. Anyhow. If you want cheap wedding planning tips, please talk, please talk to us. We'll tell you what not to bother spending money on. Yeah. It helps to have your dad be able to trick a florist into thinking he's a wholesaler. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, we got cheap flowers. And also, uh, I think the, the biggest money saver was that I went to a wedding dress shop. I said, I want an inexpensive wedding dress. They said, okay, yeah, that's about 900 to to $1,000. And I went, ha! <laughs> No, uh, and then bought just a white dress, which you're allowed to do. <laughs> yeah, you can just do that. Wow, yeah. nobody caught you. Yeah, no, nope. they, they the didn't. cops didn't come. No, they didn't check my ID or nothing. Wee, wee, wee. Where'd you buy this dress? <laughs> anyway, um, that's it for Tap Tap Concede. Until next time, I have been Graham, joined by Cameron hmm? and Kathleen. Ow. And James has been running tech. Heather gets these online. Thank you all so much for watching or listening, and we will talk to you next time. 
everybody. Bye.